how fast you're going. What? How fast you're going. I don't know. Ten? Eight. Be advised, this is an explicit podcast. If you're easily offended, get your panties twisted into a knot. Leave now. Run in your safe space. Get your little cloth for your tears. All the opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and his guest and do not reflect the opinions of any local or government agency. Welcome to another episode of Motor Cop Chronicles podcast. I'm your host, Iceman. We, uh, we're going to get the housekeeping out the way. Then we're introduced, uh, actually, in-studio guest in the clubhouse this evening. So, go like and subscribe if you uh, happen to like to watch the lives on audio, I mean on video, YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, Twitter. Hit the little bells and stuff so you'll be notified when, when we go live every Wednesday night. If you're listening to the audio and you're on Apple, go write a five-star review. I'll shout it out. Spotify, you can't write one, but you can leave stars if you're on Spotify. Appreciate it. Helps with the algorithm. Helps get us out there. I just added some new merch to the Etsy store. You can check the links in the bottom of the description. It'll send you over there. Uh, it's a new purple shirt. It's on, on the back of it. It has a little smiley face. Smile the ice man can be behind you, stuff like that. I actually have it on right now. It's a good shirt. And some cell phone stands. Got more of them for uh, the box and Freebird from when they're in studio to put their phones on. Anyway, we got all that crap out the way. Let's get to our guest. We'll introduce him. His nickname that we just made up is called the Bumper Jumper. He can, uh, if he wants to, he can explain to why he got that nickname. But let's introduce him. We'll give him a little, little applause here. Probably the only time anybody's ever clapped for him, ever, ever. Uh, but that is true. <laughs> that is absolutely true. We got the bumper jumper here. Now, how long you been in law enforcement? Oh, let's see. A long time. Yeah. So, let's just put it this way: I've been in I've been in law enforcement long enough that had I been in charge of Jesus's detail instead of Judas, the Bible would have had a different ending. Yeah. There you go. So. Over what, thirty. What? What? You've been here. You got over thirty. Over thirty. You ain't uh, ready to retire. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting close. <laughs> I hear you. I got three <laughs> left. Nuts up in there. If I'm gonna keep going or not, we we will see. We we. Everybody we, says you're gonna do drop. I'm like, don't know. Don't know. Uh, ask me in three years, <laughs> or you might not see me. Correct. Ask me tomorrow. <laughs> not ask me know. tomorrow. I don't know. So that's good. Uh. I can ask you the questions. We had talked about it. I haven't done it in a long time with guests. Uh, so what is your favorite drink? This one's kicking pretty good <laughs> right here, and I'm not much of a peach feller. Yeah, I got uh, some peach whiskey with some peach crush in there. It's pretty good. I think it's more peach crush than whiskey, but we'll talk about that <laughs> later, Mr. Bartender. <laughs> Trying not to get my guests too smashed, smashed too up smashed. while yeah. we're talking. I only like, like yeah, <laughs> while we're trying to talk. Your battery ran dry. So you don't just have a regular go-to? 
Uh, I'm a I'm typically I'm a whiskey. I don't drink much, but I'm I'm a whiskey guy. I like whiskey. Um, currently hitting the over the counter Maker's Mark there, and uh, but I'll drink a beer. Yeah, Maker's Maker's ain't too bad. No, it's it's I like the uh, it doesn't have uh, a hella aftertaste because I was raised on the greatest whiskey ever known to mankind. Uh, outside of Mad Dog 2020 as a drink <laughs> itself, which was uh, Evan Williams. And if you've never had that, I'm pretty sure you could clean battery terminal posts with it. That's kind of like Jim Bean or something. Correct, like yeah. It's yes. the ones at the bottom of the shelf. It is at the that's the ones that I could reach. <laughs> yeah. you, know, and you, you know the reason for that. So. <laughs> if you ever decide to spend a little bit extra money, get you some Elijah Craig. Okie dokie. Delicious. It's real smooth. It's uh, not quite mid-range, just a little step above, but it's well worth the extra money. Gotcha. Uh, do you have a uh, favorite movie? Uh, Yeah, I do. It's kind of probably an off-the-wall movie, but... Uh, I know, I know. It's no, Debbie Does Dallas? Yes. That's it? Yeah, I knew, yeah. I knew it. I thought it was Denver. <laughs> No, no, it's My Dallas. Bad. It's yeah. Dallas. Yeah. Okay, yeah, uh, Denver. That's the. Uh, I don't pay attention to all the titles. <laughs> you you don't you don't listen to the monologue. No. Oh, okay. No, okay. not I'm just there for the pictures. I mean the articles. <laughs> My bad. My bad. It's a movie. It's got. Uh, well, okay. Well, articles, movies, whatever the case may be. You know, there's wordage. <laughs> what, what what is your favorite? Movie? Thirteen hours, actually, out of all the the movies that I've that I've caught recently, and I stopped watching. Movies and going to theaters and whatnot a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, they, they don't make good movies anymore. No, but 13 Hours, when, when, I, when I realized that Michael Bay was going to be the director of that movie, and, you know, I was a big Transformers kid, and when, he, when Michael Bay made the Transformers movies, and I was kind of impressed about that. I was like, but Michael Bay is going to make 13 Hours? And, man, kick-ass movie, in my opinion, kick-ass movie. So that's my favorite movie. Cool. Favorite restaurant? Uh, currently, Don's. <laughs> Except for the credit card issue. <laughs> uh, they got they got good uh, charbroiled charbroiled oysters. There, almost right? got that. I almost got that. I don't know why I got what I got, but it was uh, Alfredo pasta and shrimp. Just uh, Bam just, likes to get the seafood salad when she goes to Don's. I get salads all the time. All the time I get it. What? I get salads all the time, seriously. Um, yeah, they just jam so much seafood in it. It's just, you know. <laughs> I can't hear you. You need me to turn the mic on? Do you want to talk? Bread pudding. Oh, bread pudding. Yes. It's disguised as a salad. Oh, that that's not salad. It is salad. <laughs> That's, that's like saying, I don't know, uh, green jello is a salad because it's green. It's not. <laughs> oh. But that that's the one, 13 hours currently, unless something else comes along. Yeah, they don't, they don't make good movies like they used to anymore. I like, uh, I was never, <clears throat> unfortunately, I was never a history buff when I was coming up, ever. Uh, ADD, AD, double D's, whatever. I'm not sure what it's called. But anyway, um, there, there was no such thing when I was coming up. You know, you just you got smacked in the back of the head and got told to straighten up. Called hyperactivity back when we there were growing up. There you go. Up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so when I was coming up through school, I, I had a hard time 
dealing with all that. And I never did pay attention a whole lot in class, and especially in history class. I just never could get, garner a taste for it. But if it's a historical type movie, not necessarily a documentary, but you know, historical type movie, I'm kind of into it, especially if it's well made. Well, most of the crap they make now is just crap. Correct. Or they're just trying to remake everything from like when they used to have good movies. I mean, how many times they've made Ghostbusters over? Like, I think they're working on the third one now or something remake. Oh, yeah, not, yeah, the third reboot. Yeah, and, yeah. You, and you can't you can't remake. All you do is ruin it. Yeah, you can't remake a classic. <clears throat> no, that, you can't. that's why the greatest movie ever made um, was Super Troopers. I mean, it was just an that. That is an awesome dude movie right there. I mean, that deserved all the. Area. That should have got an Oscar and a Golden that, Globe. That, zero doubt, it deserved yeah. all the silver screen mm-hmm. that was up there on the wall. Every bit of it. Yes. I was surprised, however, because when they came out with Super Troopers 2, I was all excited. I was, I was like, eh. me too, and I was so disappointed. It I was, wasn't as disappointed as I thought I would be. But it took me twice watching to get all the way through it. <laughs> I just, it was just, it was not nothing compared to the first one. You had to pee a lot during the first one? Or? No. Okay. The first one was just, it was just that good. Oh, I got you. I got you. The first one was good. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. I mean, mustache rides and oh, without a doubt, like yeah. That. I invented that, by the way. That's my part. My, that was my contribution. Oh, you contributed to that? that? Yes, yeah. yes. That yeah. was my contribution to the movie. Unfortunately, we do have Farves that work in every department, also. <laughs> without a doubt, who don't understand? Same team, same team. Uh, you're a uh, ten or fifteen over guy. I am today. Uh, let's see, what was my highest? 102 and a 70. Yeah, normally. I'm a 15. I'm a 15. You're 15. I'm a 15 guy. Yeah. I've been working my way. Well, it depends. Like I said, it depends where where I'm at. That is true. Depends on what location. Uh, lately on, on, on the highway, I've been given 15, yeah. unless it's just a slow day. Yeah. Uh, local road, I'm – now, if I'm just patrolling, running a hot radar in – I might I I'll let eleven goes all the time because sometimes I just don't feel like spinning around to get one or yeah, something. Yeah, because it gets difficult, especially on two lane local highways. So, so it, it varies, but like I said, I I pulled <laughs> I pulled a woman over today uh, on the local road. She was doing forty six and twenty five, you know. And uh, I would have wrote written her a ticket, but I had to give her a warning because I failed to uh, realize that I had left one of the most important parts of police work. I forgot to have it on my uniform. There, there's there's three things that I always ticket book, got to have that to write the ticket. Had that. Sometimes you have an empty holster. No, it didn't have I, I, I got gun. that. Yep, that's, that's, that's bad mojo. We don't admit those things, by the way. <laughs> we never admit that. Uh, or you forgot your pen. I forgot my yes, pen. you did. Well, the problem is, is uh, we got them, them newer uniform type shirts. Yep. And they're thinner than the other ones. Yeah. And my pen will, like, fly out or do something, so I just moved it. And I was in the unit and forgot to put it back. So she got a warning. I went to the Dollar General store and bought a pack of pens and stuff to leave just, in my motorcycle. Right. So yeah, that that, that problem will not happen again because yeah. she just thought I was, like, really nice. She's like. That was mine today. She's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, all right, you slow down. Oh, that was a good one. Oh, yeah. 639 feet, too. Look at her. She looks old as shit. 
She was born 68. Yeah. What the hell she doing doing 102? She was late for time. She, she, she was late. She, for the, she, she was, was run. She was running from the Reaper, wasn't she? She was late. <laughs> she was late getting to her plastic surgeon. Oh, um, was she really? No, no. She was going to see her daddy. She was going to see her daddy. I'm like, okay, sweetie. Was he dying? Uh, yeah, apparently, that's that was my. You know, I'm like, I, I didn't want to be rude to the lady, but I'm like, well, good God, is he on his deathbed or something? I mean, and then she absolutely pulled her over. She pulled over on the side of the road, and I get out and I walk him. She said. You know, and I, I I thought I recognized her because she turned out to be a local because I was actually working the interstate. Don't get many of those on. No, the you don't actually because literally she had from the entrance ramp of the interstate where she lived to come over an overpass and be at 102 miles an hour. So <laughs> I want that vehicle. What a Nissan Maxima was it? No, it was a uh, uh, Pathfinder. Oh, because some Nissan Maximas are fast. Yeah, well, no, apparently the Pathfinder <laughs> is not too damn It's just a Nissan. Nissans must just be like some speed demon I, I guess so. What? Uh, Honda, a, a Honda CRV spanked my ass. So I'm telling you, it, it's I, I want one of those as a patrol vehicle. Over 135 miles an hour, this thing's. I'm not even sure if it has a six cylinder in it. It might even have a four banger. I'm not positive, but it spanked wow. a, three pursuit vehicles <laughs> like it wasn't anything. I know I've been in a couple pursuits with Nissan Maximas, and they one got away. We caught one one time, but it, that, they will scat. Them Nissan Maximus. My bodyguard here and I went on a pursuit, uh, and we chased a 14-year-old, no, 16-year-old in, no, yeah, she didn't have a driver's license in a, <laughs> she left her, stole her daddy's car, uh, stole her mama's car that was registered to her daddy, drove two towns away, picked up an unsuspecting 13-year-old. Came back through town. The mama had reported the vehicle stolen. The local agency where she was at the time picked up on the vehicle. Pursuit starts. It was an Infinity, I believe it was. It put two cop cars in a ditch. Outran two Chevy Caprices with V8s in them. Um, and I'm trying to think. There was a couple of Tahoes. In there, but we literally lost two two units in a ditch with this child driving this car like she had stole it, which was convenient <laughs> because actually she had stolen it. Um, but it was a pretty legit pursuit. Like it was, it was. We had speeds of over 100 miles an hour with that vehicle. We had no idea who was in it at the time. So an Infinity is a pretty decent little uh, haul ass vehicle as well. Yeah, they make vehicles pretty. Uh Spiffy now, they'll get up and go. Indeed. Uh, what is uh in your in your mind? I know you've been doing this for a long time, also. So not if you're anything like me, stuff jumbles together. And oh, without a doubt. What is one of the most uh I don't know funniest calls that you sticks out in your mind? Uh, well, I've got well, so I've got plenty of funny calls, and I've got some pretty funny private moments as well. Uh, so one one of the uh, when I was it was pretty early. I, I transferred from a major metropolitan area to a what I thought was going to be a, a, a much slower pace area. 
Sometimes out not to be. little areas uh, get busier than them. Yeah, well, apparently I was mistaken. Uh, but it, it was early on in the, after I had transferred to the smaller agency. And uh, we had a call for a shoplifter. And they gave a description of the guy. He's wearing baggy pants. So it, baggy pants and red and white shoes. So just out of those two particular descriptors, he was fairly easy to pop when he came out the store. So, and and one of the callers stated that he had a gun. That was never necessarily substantiated, but, you know, it'll make your little tingle go up a little bit. So I'm sitting in the parking lot off to the side in the dark. He comes out the parking lot, so I go to make my approach. Another officer was coming from the other direction. And th- thankfully, the other officer was coming. As I start to walk up to him, he sees me, and he kind of gives that, what do you call it, the Heisman? Yeah. Fixing the, yeah, it's not going well, I don't. I will chase you. I will, but I don't catch anything but a case of the red ass. That's all I catch, uh, and and most everybody knows it. So I got to catch them later, like when they're on the shitter or something. But anyway, so he, when he when he went to take off, he saw the other cop, and the cop, other cop had longer legs than I did. So he thought maybe he probably couldn't get away from him. So we put him up against the car, and he's he's shaking. And I and I remember I remember they said something about maybe he had a gun. I'm like, oh crap! Well, maybe he, <laughs> maybe he does have a gun. So I start patting him down, and he and he's just a shaking. So I'm like, calm down, dude. He didn't say anything. He's like, calm down, man. Calm down. It's gonna be fine. Told him why we were, why I had stopped him. My partner's standing a couple of feet away. He wasn't right on top of him. So I patted around his ankles. I didn't find anything. So I pat the outside of his pants. Didn't find anything. I was patting the inside of his pant leg. And I grabbed what was undeniably the barrel of a gun, his waistband. And I clamped down on that bad boy. And his hands came off the car at the exact moment and grabbed my hand. Well, once I had my hand on the on the barrel i wasn't i'm not letting go there's no way you're not going to get it and i i grabbed it and and hung on to it and i the first thing that i thought was good god he's got a shotgun shoved down his pants (laughs) (laughs) so he grabbed my hand and tried to pull my hand i've got a hold of the barrel barrel. (laughs) so i went to snatch the barrel or the gun away from him up come his legs, cleaning the air. He's screaming bloody murder, and he lands flat of his back with my hand wrapped around what obviously at this point was no longer the barrel of a gun. Uh, so my partner, is, he, at first he was standing there with his mouth open, and I'm like, would you mind, you know, let's put some handcuffs on this old boy. And he, the dude screaming, because I had apparently a G.I. Joe Kung Fu grip on the barrel of the of his gun, dick. <laughs> which turned out to be a baton, apparently, and uh, I, I know I, I had him. I had I had a death grip on it, and we got the handcuffs on him and whatnot. So I finally said, "Man, you know, let me let go of this thing," and I, I let go of it, and he was like, "Oh, <laughs> So I, I kind of scratched my head a little bit, and I, I looked at him and I said, "That's uh, that's not a gun, is it?" He said. No, sir. He was polite about it. He's like, no, sir, that was not a gun. I said, ah, 
Okay, well, uh, I feel the innate urge at this particular point to tell you just how sorry I am. <laughs> and I need to wash my That hand. I tried to rip your dick <laughs> off. He looks at me and didn't bat an eyelash, didn't beat a, didn't, didn't uh, spare a second and said, well, that's okay, I should have told you I had a big dick. <laughs> and he had a baton. There's no doubt he had a baton. <clears throat> and that was just that's just one way to keep people from resisting just try to pull their oh, he, pull their dick off but i tried to get it from the root apparently <laughs> i was trying to dig it up like a potato well i mean i because i literally thought i had a i had a <laughs> like, i had the barrel of a gun i had a barrel of a gun so you you, you you had a a, a pocket, pocket rocket there I, uh, it was a, well it yeah it was definitely a saturn uh v-twin uh <laughs> Turbo booster. Yes, yes. Turbo boosted uh, fire-breathing rocket. Oh, well, technically, I guess it could have been. If he took it out and swung it and hit you in the eye with it, he could put your eye out. I'd be dead. <laughs> I'd be dead. It's like that. The only thing that thing was missing was a hunk of lead at the end of it. That was it. Because, I mean, it was a – I feel sorry for anybody that he was, like, actually using that against. I, I truly do. It would have been – there's probably a police report somewhere of a, of an assault, which turned out to be probably voluntary to begin with, <laughs> and then one of those shit no, you know. So did you put that in a report? Because I went to search the subject, and uh, I grabbed his uh, very large penis and tried to pull it off. Actually, subject I, screamed and fell on the ground. I think we made an agreement that if he didn't mention it, I wouldn't mention it. <laughs> So I'm thinking to this day it was just a uh, uh, an FI card, and we went on well, about our business. Did it get any bigger while you had it in your hand? I would not be able to tell you that because <laughs> of the amount of time that it took me to realize, which seemed like 15 or 20 minutes, like, was actually like 0.5 seconds to realize that I had a handful of dick. <laughs> it's like, it's like, why is this gun getting bigger? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, this is the first metamorphosis of a, of a firearm I've ever. Two of them expandable barrels. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. We went from a, you know, we went from a handgun to a howitzer real quick, and I'm, yeah. Oh, uh, we've been doing this. We always ask, especially for because Freebird, one of the uh, part of the crew, one Wednesdays. He was he's been he did reserve stuff for like ten or years or more, but he never got that naked call. Oh, okay, so. I was not involved in this particular call. There was a guy that lived next, lived around the corner from me at one point. I, I kind of like to live where I serve. It's just a little thing that I've, I've got. So we we and plus we needed the residence because of a family matter. We we bought a particular residence in town, and we had a guy that lived around the corner from us that probably taught other nutcases how to be nutcases. Uh, he's the kind of guy that would argue with himself in the mirror and lose the argument. <laughs> so and he would, he would, he would, his cheese would slip off of his cracker from time to time. Um, I, I kind of got two stories about that. So he, we hear the call that he has, I think he assaulted his mother or something at that point who was living with her, with him at the time, or they were living together at the time. And he left out of the house. And when he, when he leaves out of the house that way, he's generally dressed one of two ways. Everything he owns in August. 
including a wig. You put a wig on with a hat and just, I'm talking about trench coat, raincoat, you name it, 14 pairs of boxer drawers and a pair of sweatpants and whatnot, but usually barefooted. Or... We've got to keep his feet cool. Yes, absolutely. He's either dressed like that or nothing. <laughs> Zippo. So we get the call. He's, he left after the assault on his mother. He leaves. He's walking down the street, and I was probably, I don't know, a half mile away from the call. So I was driving down the, the street that he was allegedly walking on, and I... I Happened. I put myself in service because I was not working that day. I put myself in service, and I said, "Can you give a, a clothing description of the potential person of the suspect?" Whatever. Dispatch comes back and says, "Um, no, can't give you the clothing description." I'm like, "Okay." Did the caller not provide it? It's like, well, yeah, yeah. The uh, the the, the caller provided it. There's, there's just no clothing description. I said, okay, so I'm looking for the naked guy. I got it. Thank you very much. <laughs> Flesh colored. Yes, the, you're correct. So I'm, we're driving down the street and whatnot, and sure enough, there's, a, there's an officer that has seen him. And he's literally, you can tell because there was a lot of people out that day, and as, as, you're, as, the, as you're going down the street, the people walking towards you were like the Red Sea. <laughs> they were parting out of the way, and this cat's just walking down the street. Well, at the, end of the, at the edge of that particular block he was on, another police officer had stopped and gotten out. And he, this guy was absolutely known for violent tendencies. And, and who wants to tackle it? Nobody dude. wants to touch this guy. Zero. So, uh, and uh, two, the other two officers hadn't shown up yet, so he's standing there. And, and all he has is his gun and some freeze plus P. So he put that freeze mm-hmm. plus P on him. And but when I tell you, this wasn't the, the kind you carry on your belt. It wasn't the... He had one of them big clear out cans. He had a can, Hoss. He had a can, like the barrel of that gun I was just referring to. <laughs> and he popped loose with it. And, of course, everybody truly took off at that point and just hosed him down with that uh, fire extinguisher. Just lit him up. Lit him up. Lit him up. If any of y'all have ever been sprayed with freeze plus pee, and, uh, the only thing that really helps is air and time. Yep. You can wash off some residue. But then when you get home later that evening mm. or the next morning and you forget mm. and you get in the shower mm. and it runs down to your your body parts there and lights you up yourself. So do you it know burns. what would be really helpful in that particular instance or, or perhaps before that particular instance? Would that particular situation being written on the fucking instructions that would be fantastic Man, i warned everybody i used to be a chemical weapons instructor when i did i tell everybody when you go home you take a bath be real careful and my main suggestion is is if you're married or have a girlfriend or anything else do not go home and stick your fingers in anywhere that's real sensitive to her because you're either going to get divorced or you're going to get slapped in the face because i get your throat slit because you're going to set her on fire. Yes, correct. No, but I would warn everybody. Yep. No, I had no no freaking clue whatsoever. So we, we got, and my, this was an exposure that one of my first exposures I've had so many. Good grief. I was an instructor at one time as well. So by then, you kind of, you know, you're wise to the whole situation. But the first time that I ever got exposed, that it way, still I burns, but you, it's not, it, it's not, right. you know what it's going to do. So correct. it don't, it still hurts, but it's not that hurt. Like, because if you've never been hit, you're like, Oh, but after you've had it 
been exposed so many times. It's like, okay, I know it's about to burn the fuck out of me, but yeah. I got to do this. If I blink a whole yeah. lot, <laughs> yeah, milk actually will help with the with the pepper portion. Or, it doesn't uh, do anything for the seeds. no, but you uh, you get in front of like a window unit yeah, or, window or a big fan and just let yeah. it blow on your face. Yeah. So I had it run. I, I I thought for sure I had gotten everything off and whatnot, and I'm standing in the shower and I'm I'm smart enough. At that point, because they kind of said, you know, just be real careful in the shot. Well, I kind of sort of figured out what that meant. But they were not explicit enough to educate this idiot on how soon not to stand up in the shower. So I'm bent over. I'm like being frisked in prison and uh, got the water running down and whatnot. And I thought I was good to go. And then I stood up and I stood there and I let that water run on my face and whatnot. And oh, yeah, it didn't take but just a second or two later to realize that my crotch was on fire. Um, what that? It burns enough that you, if you had an ice pick, you might try to put the fire out <laughs> with the ice pick. Maybe. The problem is got it's got a little bit the, the crystal, microscopic crystals, crystals, yes. and they get inside your pores, and when it hits that water, it reactivates. That is correct, <laughs> sir. You are absolutely correct. And I did not. I was unaware. Again, didn't pay attention in school, science class included. I had no idea that you know those kind of pores <laughs> were in that porous area. <laughs> And yes, sir. Let me tell you what. And let me, you know, my and and listen. I, I'm so glad you have an explicit podcast so I can say the word dick. So here's the deal. My dick. We've been through a lot. Okay, we have. When I stood up, and that water ran down and and just saturated my crotch. This this is exactly this is exactly what my my dick said, and I quote. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Listen, we, we, we got we, we to talk, okay? We have to talk. I have not said anything at all about all the shit you've put me through. Or in. Or in. That includes the coat hanger and the vacuum cleaner. <laughs> we, we're not even going to talk about that. He's, but I want you to understand right real quick, here's my resignation. <laughs> and that motherfucker quit right there. He's like, nope, I'm out. Y'all, <laughs> you can forget it. This, I'm on work release. Yeah, that, it will it will light you up. See, I, a lot of guys now, especially younger ones, you probably know, they don't even carry gas no more. No, I want it back. I still carry it. I, I'm out. I'm out. Oh, because you ever look on me? I, I'm, I'm taser certified. Have a taser. Uh, yep, me too. Yep. But you don't see it on my belt. I don't. I carry my. Everybody's like, well, "Where's your taser?" It's like I carry my gas. Taser, what works about what forty, fifty percent of the time, maybe if you're lucky. But you got to get it hit just right. That gas. It's it's pretty. I've only ever seen one or two people that could take a full face in it, and, and it just didn't shake it off. One person, Other, one person we were fighting. So it's it's ninety something percent effective. Yeah, I yep. sprayed a guy one time. Had a rookie with me. I sprayed this guy, and got turned around, and took off running. And that rookie looked at me. I'm like, what? You, we ain't gonna chase him. I said. We won't have to give him a second. Just give, yep. Just yep. give him a second. He's he's not gonna get too far. He he made it probably about ten or fifteen yards. <laughs> Just went to his knees. First of all, I couldn't see where he was going no more or nothing like that, and he started burning. I said, "No, no, go get him." <laughs> yep, that is correct. I had a guy who shall rename who shall remain nameless. Great guy, great guy. But you have to understand where we live and. Who all was allowed to come out and play kind of deal. 
we had a fight. Oh, good grief. I'm talking about ding, ding, round one, and we're, we're going all over the place. And this was back in the, probably the early, maybe the early 90s. No, maybe the late 90s. And uh, the guy would come out, and he would ride with me because I'd I just I'd always go out and get in the shit. So he wanted to ride with me. So he rode with me. We went out. We got a call to the bar room. It's one block, and it just was nothing but a bar room. And it was a fight. We were rolling around in the gravel, and we had several people. We closed the bar down. There was only like four of us, and we were fighting an entire bar room full of people, the ones that just didn't leave. And we had them all, you know, four or five people in our units. Uh, uniforms were absolutely ridiculous, torn up, full of gert, uh, gravel dirt and whatnot. Well, there was a steel door on the front of the bar, and uh, this dude was smashed. He comes walking up, beating on the door. Bam, 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 bam. Well, the bar was closed and had been closed. We were just having a little choir practice before we went up to the station and, and booked all the people. Still sweating to beat the band. So I said, hey, man, bar's closed, brother. You got to go. Man, fuck you. <laughs> I said, oh, geez, here we go. Bam, 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 beating on the door. There's nobody in the place. Like, everybody got the hell out and left. So I'm like, dude, the bar is closed. There's nobody in there. Go ahead on and take off. Man, I, I said, fuck you. I was like, oh, okay. So I looked at my partner. You remember, You ever heard that saying, hindsight is twenty twenty? Yeah. Yeah. So I looked at my partner, and I just didn't feel like screwing with it. I just didn't. I was like, dude, go make him go home. Now, this was the kind of guy who didn't do shit unless you told him to because he just didn't want to get in trouble, which I, I get it. I absolutely understand that. <laughs> so very generically, I said, dude, go get him out of here. Make him go to the house. Yes, sir. Just as calm and cool as he could be. Yes, sir. Now, this was back in like when the crack wars were like kicking ass and taking names later. You were getting warrants and pursuits and whatnot all the time. Yeah, crack time for bad. So he, he was wearing the traditional... Two pair of boxers, two pair of shorts, pair of blue jeans, pair of sweatpants, and you know, so they could strip clo- strip yep. layers of clothing off while they were running. So, my my, my ride along, he walks over there, does not say a word. I can see him reaching towards the front of his belt, but I wasn't necessarily paying attention to what he was doing. I thought he was going to grab the guy and take him off. So I, right as he gets to him and goes to lay a hand on him, he pops the flap on his freeze plus p pulls it out reaches up and grabs this guy's waistband pulls the waistband back and gives him one right down the backside i was like oh no 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 okay alrighty then alrighty then that guy stopped turned around and looked at him and said bruh what what the man let me tell oh my god when I tell you this cat straightened up like a two-by-four. He went from drunk to sober He went quick. like the fastest sober I have ever seen in my life. The dude put his hands on the wall going, oh, my God. He found religion. He found religion right there. He's got his hands on there going, oh, my Lord. Oh, Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, and then went to his knees. That cat started praying. My, my, the guy that did it turned around, put his freeze plus P back, and said, he'll be gone in just a second. <laughs> That's not what I was that's not what i meant dude that is not at okay you know what just come on come on 
Sure enough, about 30 seconds later, that dude got up and hobbled away. Ass cheeks clenched so freaking tight you couldn't have got a pin in there. <laughs> if he didn't have hemorrhoids, we'd just call it Correct. Something. I, mean, I, I, I could just tell, too, like he hit him on the crack of the ass and it rolled down. It was just yep. as good to go till it hit that anus. <laughs> got to that soft, man. Got to that soft stuff, dude. <laughs> Straightened him up like a two-by-four, there's no doubt. Yeah, of course, sober. I had to counsel, counsel the officer after that. Like, dude, come on now. You can't be squirting people's assholes. You can't do that, dude. Just because they're acting the ass don't Correct. mean you get you to spray yeah, them in the ass. That, you can't do that. Lessons learned. Oh, yeah. Lessons learned. <laughs> uh, we're not going to do tragedy stuff, huh? You still uh, do SWAT no. stuff? You finally gave it up? I, re- I retired from SWAT. <laughs> I, went, I took that trip as far as I could take it. I don't blame me. When I came out to this department and stuff, because I I was I was a team leader in my old department, yep. SWAT stuff, and I was like, "Oh, you want to?" I'm like, uh, uh, "No, I was 51 now, so I was you know my mid 40s." Yeah. I'm like, "Uh, uh-uh. yep. that's a young man's sport. I don't heal up like I uh, used yeah, to yeah. at all." Yeah, <laughs> I, I went from the position, and I and I, I got a little position, you know, after after so many years, and I was I was very. I was very um, privileged to have been voted into the positions that I held with the team um, and, and finally wound up in a position of leadership with the team. And I think just after, after so many years of, of doing that, uh, you know, at some point you have to realize it's, it's a younger man's game. It's time to just let – the whole, the whole thing about supervision and, and the way that I've always looked at it is, is – you may be good at your job, maybe, or, or somewhat good at your job, but you're never good enough at your job until you're training your replacement. Yeah. Because if you're doing a good job, if you're doing a good job, wouldn't you want someone as good doing that job when you can't or don't want to do it anymore? So I was kind of working with two or three people after that and just – Ever so slightly was just giving it to them. You know, here you go, here you go, here you go. And then when it was time, I just threw the gauntlet down and rolled out. All right. Like I said, I just, I mean, I got three years left because if I do decide to stay on after them three years, hopefully I can find something else I enjoy doing because I'll be, what, 54? Yeah. And I'm, you know, motor cop's a young man's job. Yeah. And I, I would suggest, I mean, it's entirely up man. to you, but I would suggest marathon masturbation. Yeah, well, no, um, I'm, that's I'm, I'm tired just thinking about it. Well, you got to use both. Of them. <laughs> just tired thinking about it. Got to use both. You can't, you know. And they make they make <laughs> cool little things now. It, okay, don't ever go on the Wish app. I don't do Wish them. Ever since they did that stuff, that their shipping cost went too much. Oh, I'm not surprised in the least. But it doesn't matter what you search. If you were to if you were to search pink. Lily daisies, if there's such a damn thing. Somewhere along the line, this little small thumbnail picture is going to pop up that she's like, what the hell is that? And as soon as you click on it, I think they make the pictures that size just for bait. That's what I think. And as soon as you click on it, you're like, I didn't even know they made shit like this. And now your feed yep. is full of all of that shit. And then when your wife looks over your shoulder going, the hell are you looking at? Baby, I, I looked up a flower. I'm not joking. I'm seriously. Yeah, that's right. Sure, yeah. you did. I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Look, baby, here's yeah. one you have to kickstart. It kick probably start. is clickbait because they do that knowing that people are naturally curious. Yeah, if you can't and, see and it. And you want to click on it. <laughs> what the hell is it? Absolutely. Yep, yep, clickbait. 
Oh, so that's what a red ball gag looks like. I had no idea. Yeah. And well, there you go. I was just I was doing research. I was correct. Work. Correct. Accidental uh, research. Keep coming. I know you got funny stories. Uh, that's what the listeners like to hear most of them, because they do have other podcasts out there. And every now and then, I I get serious with it. Uh, I try to stay more on the the light side of it, because they got several other police. Law enforcement podcasts and some of them, some of them work or more on the uh, the tragedy side. Well, they're they're more on the serious side, training side, or the mental health side, and all That's that true. stuff like Which that. Which are side. all very but, important points, of but, course. Oh yeah, I, no, I mean some of them I listen to yeah, all the absolutely. time. It's just yeah. I mine's just I try to keep it on the funny side. So I I, I I've tried to develop, which I I never I was not born with a sense of humor. I was not well except that. You know, that never did get very tall. That was God's way of being funny and trying to teach me a lesson. But uh, I didn't know. So I've had to develop a sense of humor over the over the years, I suppose. So I, I could get serious. We could get serious. I can't imagine the stories that you know that that are the serious or the tragedy type things. And it's like, why waste your time? Oh, yeah. You know, you only get one go with this, man. Make have fun. Have fun with it. Uh, Strange and unusual. Let's see. Um, Why don't you want to you want to tell them about how you oh we come up with the name the bumper jumper? Oh my god, it's urban legend, dude. It's <laughs> okay, I'll tell you this. I I will not tell us the urban legend. Yes, now. I will neither confirm nor deny. I'll put it that way uh, because I have been I have been told that there's a witness. I I, I don't know. <laughs> so eons ago, eons ago. Oh my god, this has been so long ago. And this, this freaking story has stuck all these years. So we had a, a remote area uh, of, of my zone at one time. And there was a guy over there causing a lot of shit. He was causing problems. He was a dope dealer. He would beat the crap out of his sister, his girlfriend, and his mother. Usually it was a trifecta at the same time. <laughs> he was just a... Domestic violence smorgasbord. <laughs> he was a prick. He, he was an absolute prick. So the deal was is that there was where this guy was located, there was one road in one way, one road in another way, which made a 90-degree angle. That's the only thing I learned in math class, by the way, 90-degree <laughs> angle. So, But it made a 90-degree angle. Everything else, there's a set of railroad tracks close by, and then there were just fields and other residences that were around very 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 small community in this particular little neighborhood so we get the call he sure enough he's beat the crap out of whatever he tried to set the house on fire or whatever the hell it was he was doing so we go down there he's he runs every time he takes off running so my partner and i who may or may not be the witness that i'm referring to uh, decided well look i'll go park on this street, you go park on this street. I'm next to the railroad tracks. You go park next to the cane field, and we'll wait and see if this. He's got to pop out. He's got to come out somewhere or spend the night out in the field. Sounds like a plan. Let's do that. So we did. So I go drive down and I, I stop. And he goes and drives down. And he stops. Got the lights out. And I've got my binoculars out and I'm looking down the road. Oh, I don't know. Forty-five minutes later. And it's the middle of summertime, so I'm thinking, this dude is getting tore up by mosquitoes. Nothing. Nothing. 
So about 45 minutes later, I see some rustling in the bushes. What I well, what I thought was rustling in the bushes, and here comes a guy. He steps out to about where a ditch would be, close to the roadway. And I'm trying to. There's no lights. Like there's just moonlight. So I'm I'm trying to focus in my binoculars, and the guy trots across the road. So I jump on the radio and tell my partner, I said, I got, I got him, I got him, I'm, I'm on my way, come on up. So I drive up and I turn into the driveway that I saw him go down, put my lights on him, it ain't him. So I get out, and he's like, what you need, man, what you need? So I said, listen, dude, and I explained the situation to him. I'm like, if you don't mind, just give us a little while, you know, if you could just kind of hang tight and just give us a little bit. Oh, yeah, no problem, man. No problem at all. Y'all do, you know, pro-police, baby. Uh, do your job. Got it. Understood. I said, all right, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. So I back out. And I'm thinking cover's blown now. Probably not going to pick up on anything else, but we'll give it a shot, right? So I back down this, almost to the same place where I was before. Killed my license. I'm sitting there. 20 minutes later, maybe. I see a figure on this side of the road pop out. Cross, cross the street. I got him. I got him. Let's go. Sure enough, I pull down the driveway. It's the same dude. <laughs> I'm like, damn, bro. So I get out, and needless to say, as I could say this to just about every single person that I've ever met in my life, he was a bit taller than me. <laughs> so I'm like, dude, didn't, didn't I tell you just give us a little time? Oh, bro, my bad, my bad. Listen, I'm going to go inside. All right, I'm going to go inside and let y'all do what you got to do. I said, okay, I just want you to understand you're irritating me a little bit here. You have an open container in your hand. I don't want to get petty with you, but if you don't mind, carry your ass somewhere so that we can do this. Y'all call and complain about this violent dude all the time. Just let us get him off the street. All right, yeah, you're right. You're right, man. No problem. Off he goes. So my partner's giggling at me now because he knows I'm a little irritated. I'm like, piss off, go get in your <laughs> unit, go park back where you were. So that's just kind of the relationship that we had. So I went back, got my unit, drove back down the road. Pull over on the side of the road. Man, it was freaking no time. Maybe 10 minutes. Pops out. I'm like, this has got to be him. I'm going to wait for him. Just He hasn't moved yet. He's just standing there. Come to find out, he was standing there looking to see if he could see where the hell I was before he trotted his ass right across that street one more time, and I went down behind him. Same fucking guy. <laughs> Jesus. So I get out the car now, and my partner had pulled up behind me. It's like he knew what time of day it was. I opened my door, slammed that freaking door shut, I, and I went off on the guy. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Is there some part of the English language that you're not understanding what I'm I said, no, nope. I know what the problem is. I know what the problem is. How fucking tall are you? I'm 6'2". Still had the beer in his hand. I'm 6'2". I said, I understand what the... Bend over just a little bit. Come here. Get a little closer to me. When he did, I caught him by the fucking ear, and I drug him over to my unit, and I got up on my push bumpers, and I stood him up. I said, now, can you fucking hear me now? Can you fucking hear me now? Carry your ass into your house with your beer and go to bed. Get the hell off of the street and go to bed. So the porch light comes on. His mama busts open the freaking door, the screen door on the 
on the on the front of the house. She busted open that screen door. She had, she was in some fucking moo moo with a rolling pin in her hand. And I'm like, oh shit, here we, god damn it, here we go. Mom's gonna come out, and I'm gonna have to spray her. She's trying to beat me in the head with a freaking rolling pin. She <laughs> she come walking out on that porch. And I fucking told you, Junior. I done told you. That's right. Get in his ass. Get in his ass. <laughs> now, because when you go, oh, you got to come in the house now, because he ain't gonna let you go back down that fucking driveway. Come as soon as you walk in this, I'm gonna split your fucking head wide open. I said, I think I need to let you go now, because she's about to do more to you than I ever could. So I, go, I, go see mama I let him go He's like oh I'm so sorry I'm sorry mama please don't hit me Mama please I'm sorry sir I'm so, Mama please don't hit me I'm sorry sir And he's walking in I'm standing on the push bumpers Look like fucking Superman I got my hands on my hips Like I've actually accomplished something I turn and look over my shoulder And the dude My, my partner's just standing there With his freaking Thank God we didn't have YouTube Or cell phones And cameras Cause he'd have got a picture of that He got a picture He's laughing his ass off And he told that story So many times so I had to absolutely let him know he was a lying son of a bitch because that story <laughs> never took place ever, yeah. ever at all. Yeah, it's like some stories I have from me and my buddy chasing cows, loose cows, and it's like fuck. I was like, I said, you driving? I'm like sitting on the push bumpers. We're hauling ass down the road, we're chasing cows, riding on the push bumpers and stuff. That's country cop stuff, people. All you big city cops, y'all listening, y'all, y'all don't have to do that. But yes, and still today, we still get loose livestock complaints, horses right. and cows. We do it all. <laughs> we do, listen. I, 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 there's zero doubt. We had some long. The one area when I first started here, <laughs> go out there, and we had some fucking longhorns that got loose. Oh. You know, I mean, big ones. I'm talking, you know, the horn spread on was probably six to eight feet or something. Harley Davidson. Yeah, just, just ginormous. Yeah, like, absolutely. I looked at that rookie that was with me. I said, hey, I said go, go run over and scare the cows, make them run back over there. He looked at me. I said, they're docile. I don't know why he believed me and jumped, <laughs> jumped out of the fucking car. Yeah. I'm sitting there looking like, this yep. thing take off the whole front of the car. If it wasn't. He just exactly. jumped out. I thought they're docile. Trust me. <laughs> he, thank God they didn't attack him because I had to explain. Well, you see yeah, what why happened. Did you, yeah. you see what happened once? <laughs> we, had a, uh, we had a guy that thought, well, so we get called to a uh, – cow out or whatever and he, he was he had been a reserve officer and he he was coming full time a good friend of mine he he didn't but he didn't ride with me we just never really wanted that conflict of interest kind of thing yeah. but at the time I was the primary training officer so when he went full time he was going to come to me so we were riding together and you know we made it clear hey we know each other we're tight and this that and the other and like oh yeah we know just do what you got to do so we did he was riding with me and we were working in the in the eastern portion of our area, and on the levee side by the river, they keep cows. You know, they apportion parts of those property and keep cows back there. So we're driving driving along, and uh, some some guy who was working the other guy that was working there was only two of us. So the other guy that was working there was ahead of us by maybe. I don't know, a quarter mile or something like that. And the cows were, like, getting kind of active, and you could just barely see them in the headlights. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? It's, oh, I know. They must think he's coming there to feed them. 
So he every once in a while he'd turn his top lights on, and I'm like, is he okay? Is he trying to do a traffic stop on a heifer? What what the hell is going on here? Well, the next thing you know, we hear the radio key up, the actual police radio key up, and <laughs> all we hear across the radio is. He thought he was like what he thought he picked up his PA. <laughs> I was gonna say he thought he picked his PA. Thought he picked up his he thought he picked up his public address, Mike. <laughs> So dispatch comes back and goes, <clears throat> I'm sorry, what? And, and it, well, he just went ahead and swallowed the pill at yeah. that point. He's like, I'm sorry. Wrong I, Mike. I, wrong Mike. You know, hot Mike, my yeah. bad. So my buddy sitting in the car was just rolling. He just thought that was fucking hilarious. So we're driving on top of the levee and whatnot. And as we get down towards the area of where it was that he did what he did, my friend thought it would be smart to do the same thing, but actually do it correctly. He snatches up the PA system, and I kept my mic was wide open. It stayed wide open all the time. So he picks up the PA mic, keys up, and goes, Murr. I know now why those heifers were acting the way that they were. They started charging us. Like, they, they were bumping into the side of my car. And I again, I had never experienced anything like that before. I mean, we had rodeoed cows, you know, get back in the pen, get back in the pen, you know, that kind of crap. But this was the first time I'd ever been attacked by a heifer. So I'm like, I slapped the mic out of his hand. I'm like, stop that shit. And I gas it, and we take off. And they were just running behind us, trying desperately to catch up with us and knock the paint off my shit. So lesson learned. Yeah, you know? don't piss off don't the cows. Don't piss off the cows. I think I might have, people that listen, y'all might, I, I've probably said this story before. Huh? The guy called Coon, you know, who passed away. That was my partner. Good guy. Uh it's like way back in the day when we first got, uh, they first gave us like pepper. We started out with pepper spray. Pepper spray, yeah. We had, at first get, you got to understand, you know, when cops get new toys, they want to play with it. We got to like play with it. Kid. We, it's just like dads at so, Christmas. I mean, they gave us pepper spray. I mean, we, we'd spray everything. Like I said before, we sprayed a frog. Frogs don't get affected by pepper spray. Uh, so then you wonder if it works. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But we'd spray just about, you know, we'd spray anything, you know, that had eyeballs on it and yep. see if it worked. Yep. Well, he got called to an animal complaint, and uh, it was a big-ass stud bull. Oh. A big one. Well, he rolls up and rolled his window down, and turned around and looked down, and he was on his driver's side, of course, and he sprayed that bull with the face with that pepper spray. Well, the pepper spray, well, the the bull didn't like it. I, I can't imagine. It jumped over, It jumped on top of the hood of the car and went to the other side of the car. That would be <laughs> what is called an indicator. <laughs> then then it, it continued running. It went into a brand-new barn this man was building, went out the back of the barn that didn't have a door. Until the, the bull. The bull went, went through. Yeah. The hall and then, yeah. like, went through two barbed wire fences. And he was like. Oh shit! We got. <laughs> I've been like, damn, this shit really works. Look at that. That's yeah, good. it it that. It's like, so don't 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 play with your pepper spray or freeze or anything on on large livestock like that. It or for just a second, work. I thought you said don't play with your pecker. I'm like, where is this story going? No, no, the pepper spray. Yeah, I sprayed. Uh, you know, I had a dog charge at me one time. Sprayed it. It backed off for about two seconds. Yeah, and come back. 
pissed off. You yeah, hear me? Mad. So yeah, now don't. He's mad. Yeah, he was extremely mad. So wasn't a good thing on dogs. Yeah, and now he's trying to explain to you exactly <laughs> how angry. I've done that myself. I've sprayed. It's like it doesn't seem to no. affect dogs. Just, just like just, talking just, about. Just, I mean, it was just for a few seconds, but it wasn't long enough. Wasn't long enough for a little short ass person nah. like myself to get fucked away from that dog. Or me. So yeah, we used to spray all kind of stuff with. I can't just. Then we, you know, wow. your buddies, you know, in the oh here you go in the yeah. store yes. or something. It's like yes. you you go up there underneath the door handle or something. Oh, go, without doubt. Or yes. if when they're not looking, you spray it up in their air conditioned yep. vent in the vent top, top, top the intake. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. We used to because they would they provided us with unlock kits. We'd have to unlock people's vehicles and yeah, shit. Still do. Yeah. So, and a Ford at the time. Ford Crown Victoria was the easiest damn thing Best on the police. face of the planet. Best police car ever made. I agree, except for the locking mechanism, because <laughs> apparently you could open it if you farted next to it. To the damn thing would unlock. Well, Ford still today, Fords are the easiest, the easiest cars to, to open. In. Yeah. Yes. So unlock that thing, and and we'll get in it. We'll if they leave a spare key in it. You know, they turn it on, <laughs> turn the radio up, turn the heater on in the summertime. Um. Uh, you know, all kind of shit like that, and then spray the door handle and spray the steering wheel. Like, we'd spray that shit everywhere. Like, there was no way to get around what we would do to those cars, period. We'd spray the spare key. Yeah. We'd spray the spare key, everything in there, the dashboard, the steering wheel, the whole fucking nine yards. Of course, we thought it was hilarious unless it was our car. Yeah. That's a problem. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's an issue. Oh, yeah. Or it's like, you know, low man on a totem pole. You're arresting somebody and somebody done posed them down. It's like, you're going to transport Yeah, you got to transport this Yeah, because you know you're going you're gonna to get it. You're going to get it in that vehicle. Or the ones that they arrest them, put them in the back of the car. Maybe they weren't handcuffed yet or something like that. And when you open the back, when you open the car for them to get out, ding, ding, the fight's on. Yeah. And now they spray the person in the back of your car. That's just wonderful. Yeah, oh yeah, no, because then you like screwed. Now you got to hurry up, run around to your side, open, unlock the door, drive, turn, drive to, to jail with your windows, windows down. down. Yep, not theirs. No, no, well, not theirs. Yours. Well, some some departments actually have the bars on the got back the windows, on the windows now, so yeah. you can roll them down. Yeah, we couldn't they, do that. Not, no, not. I'm we, surprised they don't put them on there. I don't know, but we had bird cages for separation. That, you know, I've I've seen I've seen dog kennels. Yeah. Better quality than Well, that I shit. mean, way back in the day, I mean, had cages, you know, there was just the whole thing was like that. I mean, they could spit on you and all kinds oh, of I've shit. Oh, I've been spit on. It, Many know. times was I spit on. So, the the new cages are way better. Way, way better. better. So, yeah. They even have the cute little sliding glass, like the glass slides. No, no, when we finally got smart, I say we, that's everybody that was not in a uniform patrol vehicle because we got smart real quick after about the first fucking time we got spit on. <laughs> After everybody else got smart and said, oh, well, our guys are getting spit on. Yeah, then we had the plexiglass that was zip-tied to the cage. Well, yeah. you'll probably remember these cages. I think that's the first time I've even thought about it in this many years. <laughs> that, uh, the, You're welcome. The, the, whole glass, the whole back part, uh, it was metal. Yeah. But the top part was like thick plexiglass. Yeah. But you get it. Grab the latches and do it, yeah. and the whole back, the whole the whole the part whole would thing fold, fold down, down like it was, so it'd be like open. You don't ever see I, those. I don't, anymore, I don't know do what you? the point of that was because. Well, there was a point, all right. <laughs> Some brilliant people that they, they, those cages did not last at all. 
Oh, oh yeah. Well, we'll tell you. I, I know where he's going with this. Yes. It's because sometimes, and I'm, I'm not speaking from experience. No. Uh, you'd, ha- you'd have law enforcement people that would uh, be doing stuff on duty they wasn't supposed to be doing, like uh, having sex with women. Oh, and yes. they would, yes, lock get they dumbasses would lock themselves in the back seat of their own units and couldn't get out. <laughs> Correct. That was, that was that, usually that, right after the warranty ran out on the on the separation case. Yeah, or you know, but I mean. Like I said, I've never done that, but uh, I know some. I don't. I've heard about some stories where you know some guys have had to, you know, finally they would be their buddy would find them because there was no GPS no, or nothing. No, there then. was no GPS. So it's like, no yeah, cell phones. I was like, I'd be like smash it out, pick the glass up, threw it back in or something, or I just pass out and been paying for it out of my own pocket. The Correct. Next day. There's no doubt you're not so, catching me. No, not, but, it would not have happened if I were inclined to do such stupid shit, which yeah. I was not. Oh, they, they've had plenty. Well, hell, they still have I'm them sure getting they still caught. Have plenty of them. I just saw one on TikTok yeah. recently. I mean, the guy ended up getting fired, and it, some guy was up on some water tower or something like that, and I guess the cop didn't see him, and he videoed the cop pulled up there with some chick, and she was blowing his ass out there. Well, okay then. <laughs> I was like, right. yeah, he lost his job. Film at six. No, it was film on TikTok. <laughs> but it's like, uh-uh. No, 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 no. All of this social media stuff. Good grief. It's everywhere, man. Everywhere. I wish there would have been social media with some of the stuff that that we did see and we did have to. You know, yeah, was, but I, you were probably like me. You started before there were cell phones, before there were social media. Oh, we didn't have portable radios. We didn't either. So yeah. we actually had to, I'm sure you did too, once all this technology came out, you had to learn how to police a total different Absolutely. way. These Absolutely. Young, these younger guys who work with, they don't get it. It's like we used to have, but we didn't have. I didn't have. We didn't have backup. We didn't. Have, well, you got out and you got to backup. fight. What you the could, hell was that? You couldn't call for help because your only radio you had was in yeah, your was car. In the car. You had so to fight your way back to the car. You, you had to do what you had to do. Yeah. I mean, now they're like, I'm like, what? The, the person got in trouble for for what? what? I'm like, because it it's like, it's yeah, new, it's so different from. Yeah, it's a whole new world. There, there are some things though. So we we had a we had a, a call one time. It was, you know, uh, right next, it was right next to a waterway, and the trees, they were growing trees on each side of the waterway. Beautification is what they called it. You know, it's a, and Colin said, hey, uh, need you to be en route to such and such location. It was was just an intersection near this particular waterway. He said, there, there's, a, there's a guy. And, you know, when, when you have that uncomfortable hesitation in a radio dispatch, you know that the person giving you this information is searching for the proper word to tell you. So, okay, so there's there, there you need to be en route for a person that is huh, uh, standby. And you know when you get all of that and then you get a standby, it's a good one. <laughs> this is going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. So I'm waiting. I hadn't even moved yet. You didn't tell me where the hell I'm going. I'm just waiting, just waiting. Good. So, okay, uh, unit 56, whatever the hell it is, um, need you to be en route because there's, well, there's a suspicious person acting suspiciously in a tree. I'm like, um, okay, 
uh, I'll, I'll be en route to the uh, suspicious person acting suspiciously. Suspicious in a tree. In the tree. So I pull up, and it was a pretty pretty big tree. Legitimately, there was a guy in a tree. There was literally a guy in a tree. So I get out, naked as a day he was born, in the tree. He's in a tree. Call the fire department. Uh, <laughs> need a ladder. Let's just, well, I would need a ladder. Anyway. <laughs> so the tree goes up straight up and it forks out two major two main branches going out before you got into the individual small branches and whatnot. He's in the crotch of the tree, which is very indicative to the suspicious activity to which he was doing. I'm like, you know, I get out and there the fire department's there. Other people are there. There's a lady. There's literally a lady standing there with her hand over the kid's eyes. I'm looking. I said, you know, I've been doing this a long time. I really have. And you always tell people, I've seen it all. I've, I've seen. I hadn't seen it all. I had not. At that point, I had not seen it all. Because he was fully erect and was hammering home on the tree. He was fucking the tree. <laughs> Straight getting down. Was it like a hole in the tree? Yes. We're, we're, I'm, not, I'm not joking. I don't I'm not, think they have, like, have no answer. To <laughs> <laughs> like, God. It came down to the, that's why I called it the crotch of the tree, because I literally had to get up there, and I had to explain to him, you either have to come down. No, he was going to come. Yes. <laughs> he, he was going to come and come down. One way or the other, I have to get you out of this tree. <laughs> so I convinced him, you know, to, and he was in his best interest to get out of the tree. He didn't have like no like like moss around. <laughs> yeah, I, I I had wanted to take a picture of it because nobody was going to believe the story. Nobody was going to do it. But yeah, there was a hole with moss that was growing. I'm like, I need a picture of this. I this need, was, I need a this was back in the day when they probably still we probably still using. Uh, those are Polaroid. Polaroid, still Instamatic, still shots. Yeah. Yes. And you couldn't use them all the time because it was the, your department they would be count, like, they be like your, why are you going through so much film? Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's like. Exactly. And that's what I had, too. So I couldn't, you know, I kind of like, damn, I want to waste a picture on this thing. But, yeah, they counted every photo that we uh, that we took. We, I wasn't a detective. I was a road unit. Detectives got to do all kinds of nice shit, like 35 millimeter, all that yeah, fancy I mean, like, stuff. I remember when we went from that. Then they, you know, they gave us these little bitty digital cameras at one point. Oh yeah, with the little cards in them and yeah, stuff the, like that. Oh no, ours had the the first one. We the first one I got, the first digital camera that I got was like this freaking big. It had the actual LP album <laughs> in there, you know. And then they came out with one with little ones. Like, yeah, this, you know. It, it, you know, I don't think about it, but coming up through technology, actually having computers in your cars and stuff like now, them kids wouldn't know what to do. Well, we are at the hour mark. Uh, I'm hoping he will come back <laughs> and uh, do this some more because I'm. He's got a lot of stories. I got a few. You know, for everybody today, we're, we're recording this on a Friday, and uh, today is Bam's birthday, and my wife's gonna get pissed off if you know if I'm just sitting here recording all night, which oh. me and him could. So he's gonna have to come back another time, and we we'll, might have a get together or something. You're getting a naughty no no from the from what. The- from the sidebar. You don't want to come back? Oh, yeah. Well, she's at work. 
<laughs> so, I mean, she's on you her gotta way home. You gotta take your no no back. Hold your hand out. Okay, no, she, well, there's that. She okay. gave me the, 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 sign the she told me I was number one. Yes. So, I hope everybody enjoyed uh, the bumper jumper. Pretty sure he's going to come back. We have some other people that's wanting to come on, too. Uh, forget the one guy told me what his nickname was today. I forgot. We got to come up with a nickname for the other guy. So, we do have some more people going to be coming on with some stories. Bumper jumper can come back with them. After that, we can go to the freak show and have some drinks. So, like. I'll show you all that in a minute. Uh, like and subscribe. Uh, hit the bells. Write a review. Go check out the new merch. Uh, I got it priced as low as it can go. I, I think on one of the shirts it's like 32 cent markup or something like that. So I'm not trying to make money on it. Just want to want it out there. Share share the share the podcast with your friends, your frenemies, and uh come back Wednesday and uh to the live show. I think I think the whole crew's gonna be in the in, in the clubhouse. And I have a I still have that surprise for Freebird to give them. Y'all gonna want to see that, trust me. So stay safe and uh I do have the outro. I'm not gonna say it again because whole stare jumped me. You didn't said it twice. So <laughs> he's like I'm like shut up. Let me find the outro Cause things move on me. Look at that. I'm gonna give you all the uh, the. Was that the Jeopardy music? Yeah. Where'd I put it? Look at that. I lost it. Look under Alex Trebek. No, I'm not looking for that. There it is. All right, I'll be safe. Thanks for watching. And remember to smile, because Iceman could always be behind you. We're out. <laughs>